Eve, Agus Falcher Rosh Gudi Agron Ella, then Fud Krela Insight. The Fror Ocho Gudi Servishi DLR. Have you ever wondered who is responsible for promoting the use of the Irish language in council? Or how do we promote and encourage the use of Irish across the county? Do you know what the primary function of an Irish language development officer is? Stay tuned for answers to these questions and more. Cahal is anam dum agus tama coglaki Conor O'Shea lominu con lewrt fui roll na Belga in uber na Corla. Conor gurvmagut as ve lominu contusu uberlum fui the roll sa Corla. Cahal O'Shea is anam dum is misha antifkuk for ber Belga le Corla konde gunlira rahan doin agus kahime ra ta ta roll fear himu lagam be be me is umi rode a yenam. Gokla, Akas B B McDayla, Le Ruddy Eggsula, Olagala, and Preve Roll at Akamsa na Konakintu Gwil Karli Konde Gun Lira Rahandun E Kli Lesham Rachtyukt Marilactor Machfi Acht Najankacha Ifigula Gamilas a tree e kintu gwil marhantla karhi sraja gwilchid erfal inwelga akasimerle gnienter comersad Lesham bubble tri gwelga agus tri verla agus gobonus ach ekintu gwil gwilamad ekor servishi erfal inwelga eran gaidan kena is a wilshid imerla agus quigashin tarol larnochakum marhampla matale bril forne ekrainal ohave ne gwelga de agus bril forne ekoris jock egorsi gwelga hon egwid gwelga ayosu konikintu gwil servishi maha Erfall Egangarlia in Welge, the Heronic and Hunde, Conde DLR. Kamata Shin denim Rintwa Ashukain is Omi Dokimade, a Hyalter Hugum, Gachla, Agas Binurum, the Dokimade Shin Astru, Konakintu, Arish Gawil and Carlia, Ekli, Leshan Rachtjacht, Agas Kahondul be McFragger Keshtini Koma, Ovil Fornia Egzula, Mater Lahacht Najankacha Ifigula, Agas. Great, thanks very much. And for our listeners who may not be fluent in Irish, could you give us a quick little recap of that in English as well, please? What is your, your role in the council, Connor? So I'm Connor O'Shea and I'm the Irish Language Development Officer for Dunleary Ratdown County Council. It's, it's a very varied role and it's a role I've greatly enjoyed since I've started with the council, which was the end of January of this year. The role is varied and I do lots of different things. My primary function in my role is ensuring that Dunleary Ratdown County Council is complying with the relevant legislation as set out in the Official Languages Act 2003. So basically ensuring that Dunleary Ratdown County Council is upholding its legal obligations in the promotion and preservation of the Irish language. So for example, ensuring that all road signs, all street signs, stationery, all messages that contain relevant information for the public, that all of this is available bilingually, so in Irish and in English, and in ensuring, I suppose, that we're, we're meeting our, our legal obligations as set out in the Official Languages Act. Uh, that, that would be the primary function of my role, but of course, I, I, I do many other things as well. And translating documents is a big part of my job. Again, ensuring that documents are made available 
in both Irish and English mm-hmm. is important. So I'm I spend a lot of my time translating documents, uh, such as the DLR Times, for example, that's circulated every quarter to to DLR residents. I I play a central role in ensuring that this is available through the medium of Irish as well as English. Translating some of our social media posts as well that reach a, a fairly big audience across the county and across Dublin and further afield. As well as that, I'd play a, a central role in informing staff of our Irish language obligations and keeping them in the loop of any changes to the legislation and I'm, I also play a part in training staff in Irish and enrolling staff on different Irish language courses to ensure that Dunleary Rathdown County Council has the capacity and the ability to provide adequate and effective public services through the medium mm-hmm. of Irish as well as English. Great, thanks very much. Quite a handful of tasks, you're definitely flat out I'd say. You said you joined us in January of this year. 2022. What inspired you to, to first join the, the public sector? I suppose, Cattle, growing up in my house, both of my parents are public servants all their lives. They've been working in Dublin City Council oh. uh, from, from a young age. So there's often been talk in the house of the public sector and different issues. And I, I suppose I just always had a keen interest in the public sector and in politics and policy making and mm. all of that kind of thing. So from a young age, like there, there was a time when I was a kid in school, I wanted to be a politician. But I think as I grew up, I saw that certainly wouldn't be a role I would have been too keen on. <laughs> so yeah, I've always had a, a keen interest in public service and in politics. And I suppose that was a good inspiration. In doing the role I'm doing, I feel like I, I can make a difference and I am making a difference in providing better quality services to to the residents of DLR. And ultimately, I suppose these services, they, they can impact on people's lives in big ways and in small ways. So it, it's definitely nice to be at the forefront of things and to be able to make a difference ra- rather than sitting mm. on the sidelines. Yeah, I'd say you're definitely making a difference considering the, the role that you have and you're the only Irish language development officer in our council anyway. Yeah, I'd say you'll make big changes in your time here. I know you've only been here a couple of months so far, but from the colleagues that I've talked to, you've already changed a good bit in the council so far. You're you're obviously fluent in Irish. Where did you study? I'm from Clondalkin and I attended the local primary school, which was an Irish language school called Gwaila School Nekamoiga. It was coincidence really that I attended this school. It was the closest mm-hmm. school to the house and it was just through convenience really that I went and <laughs> at, at the time my parents were saying if I was having difficulties with the language that they could move me after a couple of years but I suppose when you're at a young age you, you take to these things like a duck to water and learning Irish and speaking it every day from four years of age you just learn through osmosis so I suppose that instilled a real grow and a passion for, for the language in me and I, I then continued on to Clash the Killian, my secondary school here in Clondalkin, which again was an Irish language school. I was very lucky in Clash the Killian. I met some great people there, had some fantastic teachers. My Irish teacher in particular, really, I suppose he built on the passion and the grow I had for the language. And I'd say it was down to him that I decided to pursue Irish at third level. So I attended DCU then 
did a degree in Gaeilge Agus Irishoracht, so Irish and journalism, and I finished that degree then, and I did a master's in translation studies, with Irish being the primary language of, of that degree. And did you do your master's in DCU as well, or? Yeah, I, I, I did my master's in, in DCU in the School of Applied Languages and International Studies. Wow. That's an awfully impressive track record you have. You mentioned your family as well. Do you come from a family of Gwailgors? Does anyone else in the, the house fluent as well? or My my parents wouldn't be fluent in Irish. Um, they, they would have a good level of Irish from attending school and I suppose from having brought us to school over the years that I suppose they're Irish. It never really left them, but you, you could definitely say that um, Tom Merrick, Erigwid Gwailge, uh, there's, there's rust on their Irish <laughs> but no they certainly wouldn't be fluent the only other Gaeilgar in the house would be my younger sister she's doing her studies in Minute at the moment doing music and Irish and she, she's fluent Gaeilgar great interest in the mm. Irish language and she's hoping to teach at second level in the next few years best of luck to her I suppose does that make you the, the Irish language development officer both for the council and for your house as well do people come to you looking to translate things from time to time uh, well, it does be funny actually now with some of the documents I'd be translating. It definitely is nice to have a Gwailgar here in the house, e- even at times if, if I'm <laughs> in the office. It, it can be nice sometimes. I might just ask her a certain grammatical yeah. question. Um, I'd, pa- I'd pop her a message. Just if I'm unsure or if I just need a second opinion on things. And that does definitely be nice to, to be able to have my younger sister to help me on certain things. And... She'd be the same if she's stuck with anything in terms of Irish or Gaelge or has any questions. She, I'd be the first person she'd come to. So yeah, I suppose it's it's definitely the passion I've had for the Irish language probably did rub off on her. And I suppose we keep each other going here at home with regards to the language and discussing different things and diff, different queries. And she'd often be filling me in on what was said in her lectures and stuff and I'd like I'd have a keen interest not only in in the grammatical side of of Irish but in, in the cultural aspect as well and the literature and stuff. So yeah, it's definitely been mm. good. Yeah, I'd I'd say it's a it's a joint effort. <laughs> a joint effort. I hope she charges you a commission then to help out with translations as well. I, I that's a good idea, Cottle. I, I might have to start that. And a little bit more, I suppose that's you covered in your background and your graw for the language a little bit more about your your role do you deal with just staff internally or do you have to also deal with external bodies or people outside the council as well or who how does that work for you yeah well definitely i in the role so far i've been liaising and collaborating with various different parties and and it's something i have quite enjoyed i've definitely enjoyed I suppose networking and meet, meeting new people and collaborating with di- with different parties to get things done. Yeah, not only would I be speaking to staff and de- dealing with staff and answering queries, I'd also be dealing with many different parties. The, the most important party who I'd be dealing with on a regular enough basis would be the Irish Language Commissioner and his office. I, su- I suppose dealing with different queries, ensuring that... Dunleary Rathdown County Council is complying with the relevant legislation, as I mentioned in, in, in the Official Languages Act. So sometimes if there's a road sign, for example, that's in English only, a resident of DLR may 
bring it to the commissioner's attention they would then get in contact with me to investigate and see what the story is whether this and if we can get the sign changed into irish as well that that the sign is available bilingually so stuff like that and oh, there's loads more to it but but that i suppose that would be the most basic element of of my, my okay. dealings with, with the commissioner's office so there'd be that and I suppose as well, I'd be dealing with different organisations such as Gwail Culture, for example. So Gwail Culture is, it's an education company in Irish that provides Irish language courses for not only public service bodies, but for adult learners that just want to revive their Irish. It's focused on people that have little or no Irish. Gwail Culture, it's a fantastic organisation caters to case for everyone regardless of ability so yeah I, i've been liaising with, with Gwail culture regularly enough enrolling staff on on these irish language courses to ensure that dlr is enhancing its capacity to provide services through the medium of irish yeah i, I there'd be a few other organizations as well but i suppose the, the commissioner's office Gwail culture uh, would, would be the two big ones Cunra and Gwailga at times as well Forest and Gwailga, all the Irish language organisations So there's a good few of them out there you mentioned training with Gwail Culture I know you're running a couple of you've organised a few training courses for staff in the council to improve or develop their own Irish language skills have you any idea how many Gwailgors we have in DLR or how many people are competent in having an L chat from when I started out, I would say there wasn't many. There, there, there'd be a handful, I would say, that would be fully confident to, to engage and speak in Irish. And the few mm. people I have met through Irish, if, we, if I'm in the office and we run into each other in the corridor, Irish would be the language we'd revert to first. So I, I would wow. say there wouldn't be a huge amount, but with the rollout of these courses, uh, with time, and with adequate training and constant, I suppose, constant training to, to reinforce what they've learned, I would be hoping that in, in the coming years that there'd be a, a much bigger number of staff that, that will have, I suppose, the confidence or, or the winning, as we'd say, Oscoelga, to engage in Irish and to conduct services in Irish if required. Okay, that's great to hear that the, the language is developing more and people are becoming more confident. It'd be nice to see a a few Gwailgors having a, a chat, Oscoelga in the, the corridor. And you mentioned earlier on that you'd like to be at the forefront of making a change in the, the council and how we work. How does the work, apart from road signs, how does the, the work you do affect the public of DLR? I think the work I do has a, has a massive effect on the public of DLR. Of DLR, mm -hmm. and not only the public of DLR, I suppose all of the Irish language officers across the country have uh, a vital role in promoting and preserving the Irish language. The, the Irish language is intrinsic to the Irish culture. You know, it, it's so central. There's such a rich cultural heritage that, that goes with it. It's our, our nuchus. It's our heritage. So yeah, I, I'd say in my in my role as Irish language development officer, I can affect change. And so, some of the changes I would hope to affect would be that the, count, that the local council, which is Dunleary Ratdown, can provide adequate services to the residents of DLR. Yeah, yeah, as... As we know, there are many 
Gwail Kalashti and Gwail Skullina in the DLR area, which is fantastic. And it, it means that there's, there's more and more kids learning Irish every day. Their parents may be fluent in Irish, their grandparents may be fluent in Irish. And I know that the DLR area is one of the, the most densely populated areas in the country that has a huge amount of Irish speakers. Mm. So it is important to, to cater to them um, and, and to ensure that Irish is given the same, that Irish is given the, the same promotion and the same status, I suppose, as English. So I, I think, yeah, that, that's, that's hugely important. But not only in my role do I want to affect change for people that have Irish, the Irish language isn't just there for a small group of people. The, the Irish language is, is there for the people of Ireland. And I would hope to affect change and I suppose to open people's minds. I know some people may be close-minded about learning Irish. So I would hope that I can make the Irish language more inclusive to everybody in DLR and more accessible and that, that it's more prominent around the local area. So, so that would be some of the changes I'd ho- I would hope to affect. And it goes with small little things like road signs, correspondence from the council being sent like annual reports being released yeah. in Irish and English, like the DLR Times being put out in Irish and English. Just that people know the language is there, that Dunleary Ratdown County Council is open and is very committed to putting the Irish language forward and enhancing its status. So that that's a long way of going about answering your question, Cahill, but that would be some of the changes that I would hope to affect in the long run. Uh, may have been slightly long-winded, but it's definitely it's a good answer, Connor. It's great to hear that you're so passionate about promoting the Irish language, and it's not just a matter of a statutory regulation being met. Like you clearly have that grow for the the language, and as I said earlier on, like I've seen a, a big change in the the council already just in the few short months that you've been here, and your presence is definitely welcomed. Moving on, is there anything about the role that you have to do at the moment that you weren't expecting? I suppose with with the role, there's yeah, there's been a couple of things. I suppose like liaising with external bodies, for example, over different things. I I certainly wasn't expecting that there'd be as much correspondence with external parties about different issues such as uh, a graphic for example on a bin that that was pointed out that was in english only so obviously as the irish language officer i have to ensure that this graphic is provided in both irish and in english yeah uh, to to ensure that dlr is in compliance with the relevant legislation so in pursuit in following this up and pursuing it i didn't realize that the graphic would be uh, was outsourced before my time to an external company so so there's a lot of back and forth and sometimes things can move a bit slowly in that regard but i suppose it's all part and parcel of it so i, I wasn't expecting there to be as much collaboration with oh yeah external parties like ex- companies uh, for stuff that would that would be for bins let's say for example that would be dlr property i i, I thought this might all have been done in-house so stuff oh, yeah. like that has certainly opened my eyes what do you enjoy most about the job at the moment? The thing I enjoy most about the job is getting to work every day to, to promote 
preserve the Irish language to ensure that in the long run the council is doing its best to enhance its capabilities to provide services through Irish. So as I said a few minutes ago, all the small little things I suppose like correcting a road sign or often say planning compliances might be in touch with me looking for advice regarding the naming of a new development in, in the area. I've enjoyed contributing to that and I suppose the one biggest thing has been working with and collaborating with various parties across the council and across the various departments to, to get things done for the Irish language. So, yeah, I'd say there's been a few things. It's hard, hard to p- pick out one. I, I, I've really enjoyed the role so far and looking forward to seeing what the future holds. And hopefully you continue to, uh, to enjoy it. No doubt that you will, considering the, the obvious grow you have for the language. One last question before we finish up, Connor. In your time here as Irish Language Development Officer, are there any big changes that you'd like to see? Are there any milestones or goals that you have set for yourself that you'd like to see implemented in the council? Certainly, I'd say the the biggest one would be that more staff are open and willing to engage in Irish. I hope in the next five, mm-hmm. ten years that we, we will have increased our capacity of staff that, that can speak in Irish by a, a serious amount. I think it'd be excellent to have and to hear more Irish spoken in the corridors and to add that people have the confidence. I think there is people there that have Irish from their school days and like it, it's it's buried deep, but it's there and it's just a matter of scr- scratching, scratching below the surface to, to resurrect the Irish. So I suppose that Dunleary Redown County Council continues to meet and to comply with the legislation under the Official Languages Act that we have a good relationship formed and established with different parties and that we're all, I suppose, working in tandem and as one to promote and preserve the Irish language. And I'd love to have a lot more Irish language events in the future. I'd love for Dunleary Redown to be like a a Brack Gwaeltocht are kind of a, a semi guiltucked because there's there's so many speakers in the area. I I feel that we we can do a lot more, and I would certainly hope in the future we can do a lot more to to promote the language and to enhance our services and to hold different events for people. Osgwelga. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I haven't got much Irish myself, but I'm looking forward to seeing that the changes implemented in the the council over the the near future. More pop-up Gwaeltucks, hopefully, as well. Fingers crossed. That's it for me. Connor. thanks so much for taking the time out of your schedule today to join me. Is there anything else that you want to, to add in, or will we wrap up? No, fibre bit, Cahill. No problem at all. No, n- nothing else on my end. No, um, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Great. Gormagot, agus slán. Slán. Gormagot, Cahill. Gormagot, os ucht eistacht leis an agron show den fud creile insight. Buikas fresh in Laconor, os ucht ama glaca lewart lomfui rol na in uber na If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe and let people know about our podcast. It's available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we upload new episodes regularly. Are there any topics you'd like to hear us talk about on the podcast? Send your suggestions to podcast at dlrcoco.ie. And for all the latest updates from the council, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also visit our website and subscribe to the DLR Times at dlrcoco.ie. That's all for today. I hope you found it insightful.